Good morning, and welcome to Intermission, where we press pause to hear your story and talk about how to be the light in a world that can feel so dark. So grab your coffee. It's time to wake up. Wisdom comes with the ability to be still. Just look and listen. No more is needed. That is a quote by Eckhart Tolle. And I was reminded of this quote um, thanks to my dear friend and teacher, Luca Richards. This weekend we took a, um, a master class uh, from him. It was for students and teachers And uh, I was just reminded of the importance of just being still and using the tools that we have right here available to us um, just by looking with our eyes and listening with our hearts and our ears. And I'm just so excited to bring uh, this episode, episode 13 of Intermission to you all. And I, again, can't thank you enough for listening, for sharing. I've heard from so many of you how this podcast has affected you in different ways from, you know, maybe wishing that I would lead you through meditations or from relating to someone's story or waking up to something in your own life. That's the whole purpose of this podcast is to share stories and, yeah, just to listen and wake up to something in your own life that maybe you have been asleep to. And for me, you know, in yoga all the time, we are, um, you know, taught as teachers to look for what's in the room, listen, and look for what's missing and speak to that. What's funny is that through my life, I have spent a lot of the time listening to others, which is important, right? Gaining knowledge and insight from other people, um, stories, right? Like the purpose of this podcast and partnering that with listening to our own inner wisdom, like what's right here whenever I become truly still and listen. And recently, you know, through this pandemic, I've shared a little bit on the podcast about how different things have come up and, you know, being in a relationship through this and managing different people's emotions, um, plus my own. Like I have learned a lot about myself through yoga, through self-inquiry, through meditation that has been priceless. Um, Something I learned about myself was that a long time ago and I know I've shared bits and pieces of this story, but around the age of eight years old or so, I was told by someone I looked up to very much that I was too little. It shifted the whole course of my life. And what I've learned through yoga and this practice through um, the Baptist methodology, I love it so much because it is at its core, you know, the history of yoga and the philosophy. And it put it into little chunks and verbiage that I could understand and that I was drawn to. So the simplicity of the practice, getting into my physical body, um, 
sitting still, but not being expected to be completely still. And like I'm sitting like a yogi on top of a mountain. I can just be in my own body, in my own situation for meditation and stillness. And then the tool of self-inquiry, like looking at different things in my life, you know, realizing what my lie was back when I was, um, I guess it was two to three years ago when I was at level one with Baron Baptiste, realizing my lie my whole life was that I wasn't enough, that I was too little, and that I had something to prove or make up for. And I don't know about you, maybe you can relate to that in some way, but I never really looked at some other sides of that and how that could come into play in my life. And through this pandemic and managing my own emotions and wanting to be a partner that is able to hold space for whatever the other partner is going through and also, you know, managing a yoga studio with many different teachers who have many different emotions and you know, our team is so incredible, and I definitely have not been perfect in what I've done to manage and be a part of the Shakti team. And what I can say is that I've always done it with a lot of heart and part of me still trying to, you know, squash the lie that I'm not enough by proving, like proving myself, and then also realizing that maybe I needed a little more help. Like I've, I've heard many people in my life who have gone through so many things that have had enormous success in triumph, realization, and healing through therapy, through talk therapy. And I think there's been a taboo, not I think, there has been a taboo around therapy and not talking about it. And I think there was a fear a while back when I was in corporate America about being labeled as something. Like if I went to therapy, then I would be labeled as, you know, someone who maybe it was going to make me pay more on my insurance or someone wouldn't hire me because, oh, she's been to therapy. And this is just stuff that, you know, I have realized kind of kept me from exploring that opportunity. And during this time of uncertainty and, you know, the lie of I'm not enough wants to creep in. And I tend to want to, like, fix things. Do you ever do that in your life? Like, something goes wrong. Well, let's fix it so we can get back to being happy. Like, that's what I found myself doing in, you know, whether it was the yoga studio or in my relationship with Olivia is like, okay, how can we fix this and get back to being happy? Or I would think about a time in my life, like windows down, singing at the top of my lungs. Like, how do I get back there? Like, this doesn't feel right. And I shared from... Glennon Doyle's book Untamed a few episodes ago about like no this is never supposed to be easy like sadness is for feeling as well anxiety fear uh, grief all of these different things and I found myself still not wanting to feel sad 
and almost being afraid of feeling sad. And I started asking for recommendations for therapists because I started to realize I was very quick to see when other people (laughs) needed to go to therapy, you know, like, Ooh, they have some stuff to work through. Like they should go talk to someone. Um, I always thought, well, I haven't been someone that has been through extensive trauma in my life. I've been very fortunate and blessed in my life. And also we all have something. We all have something. And there, I'd been told that there's just something about a third party, like someone who's not in the mix of it all to talk to, to bounce things off of. And so I put out feelers for recommendations and a dear friend, um, a few dear friends, actually, I got some really good recommendations on some therapists in Nashville. And so I started reaching out and I landed with someone and at first, I was just like, I don't even know what to expect. I have no idea what to expect. And I knew that this was something that I could open myself up to, to look a little deeper or not even deeper, but just look at something in a slightly different perspective and to listen, like listen to someone else on, you know, maybe just a tiny nugget and then listen to myself, like listen to what I'm saying, let them mirror back to me. And what I found was that there's so much to be learned from just looking and listening. So I shared on and during the first session about my lie like not enough and this need to prove myself and what the therapist was able to share back to me was a side of that lie that I haven't hadn't looked at before so while I knew that the the lie of I'm not enough pushed me to be competitive to you know get the successful job to own the house, to do this, to do that. And what she shared back with me is that the lie also started to create a side of myself that is a people pleaser and a peacemaker and someone who's afraid of rejection, like fear of being left out or left behind or yeah, just not being worthy of maybe it was a relationship, be it a friendship or otherwise, or yeah, and it it caused me to hush my voice. So instead of, hmm, that doesn't feel right, or I'm not really getting out of this relationship or this friendship what I want. Like instead of like saying something, I was still hustling to try and be worthy of that relationship. And losing my voice 
in the midst of it all. And I just started to see like this fear of rejection start to bubble up, you know, not bubble up, but just come to the forefront of like, holy shit. Like I had, I had no idea. I felt like a pretty confident person, so to speak. And, you know, living my life and so happy and just seeing things happen that I've been manifesting and asking for and praying for and working for and still not feeling like I could speak up when someone wasn't treating me the way that I wanted to be treated or I was giving a lot but not getting anything in return and knowing like that it was okay to set boundaries, to know that it was okay for things to evolve and that it's okay for me to speak up when necessary. I even became someone, have you guys done this, where I cannot give a decision on dinner. Like, what do you want to eat? Oh, I don't care. Whatever you want. Which, you know, sometimes is nice. Like, that Mern, she is really easy to be with because I get to do whatever I want. Well, the thing is, is that not making a decision is still making a decision. You're choosing to not make a decision. And I realize that. But what I learned through therapy is that what happens is I jump so far into the future about what my decision might cause. Like if I choose X restaurant and let's say Olivia gets sick because she can't have gluten or whatever. Like I'm already fast forwarding to this being harmful because I chose the restaurant when Olivia is a grown woman and she can make her choices or suggest something else if there's not something she could eat at that restaurant. And I know this sounds like a trivial <laughs> example. And have you been there? Like, am I the only one? And all of this to say is that therapy is helping me find my voice, like my true, like inner authentic voice and there shouldn't be any shame around therapy like there is no shame for asking for help for talking this through whatever you're going through especially in a time like this like asking for help and reaching out and one thing that we talked about in therapy recently was the six basic needs. And maybe maybe you guys have heard of this. Again, I'm new. I'm new to this therapy game. But one of the um, things that really stood out to me is that different relationships in my life give me some of my six basic needs. And so the basic needs... And this could, is probably reworded. I'm not exactly sure like where it came from. But the basic needs as humans is connection, belonging, safety and security, self-expression, autonomy, and purpose. And what I realized is that there have been relationships in my life that 
maybe I was clinging to because I was afraid, A, to stand up for myself or I was putting my own worth on a relationship. Just looking at like the things in our life and what it's providing us. And like for me, I think about Shakti, like my second home. It gives me safety, security, connection, belonging, self-expression, autonomy, purpose. Like, yeah, I'm just so fortunate and grateful to have a place where those basic needs are being fulfilled. And now I know, like, oh, okay, so I can look at different situations And am I looking for it to provide something that it's not? And I'm learning to look inside myself for those things rather than outside of myself. Because whenever I'm looking outside of myself to have something provide those things to me, then I'm clinging or staying too long or yeah just therapy rocks y'all it really does and this last time I went I looked at Olivia and I was like I don't know if I have anything to talk about and I'll be damned if I'm not in there and the next thing you know I'm crying I cry more these days and it's good it feels so good I've been so afraid to cry and to feel sad or to be moved What a gift to be moved, like to feel something, to cry. And every time I do, there is so much clarity on the other side. There's so much clarity. I left the therapy appointment and had an incredibly real and raw conversation with some of my favorite people and best friends in my life. And it just felt so good. And clear. It's like, um, you know, putting on or just wiping the lens a little bit to see life a little bit clearer through the lens of self-worth and value and, yeah, without the need of looking outside of myself for someone else to speak up or someone else to give me the answer, but just to, like, speak what's right here. So I I don't know if you have been to therapy or if that's ever been a thought. What I do know is that through the practice of yoga, meditation, self-inquiry, and through therapy in such a short time, I've been, I have had two sessions, two sessions, and it has opened up so much in my world. It has shifted my relationships. There's no shame in asking for help and reaching out and talking to someone. And if you need referrals, please DM me on Instagram at the Mernburn. I would love to share. Also, Rooted Counseling here in Nashville is a great resource. There are many amazing counselors and therapists there at Rooted Counseling. And, 
Yeah, like all of this work has led me from my lie to my why. Yes, there may be a shirt with that on it one day. (laughs) From my lie to my why. I said that out loud today, and my new friend, Stacy, uh, at Shakti, she was like, you better write that down. I was like, I am not going to forget that. From my lie to my why. From hustling as Brene Brown, we can stand outside our story and hustle for our worthiness, or we can stand in our stone story and own it, like own our power. And that is what this work and therapy is bringing into my life. And not to mention, like being able to stand in this pandemic with an election coming up, with anti-racism being like at the core of my being right now, like like stepping up and standing up for what I believe in a nonviolent way, like honoring myself, honoring like humankind and speaking up for what I believe is best for me and um, for the world I see. And, you know, I say all the time to my students, and I believe it's a quote by Barron, maybe probably someone else before him but like if you want to change what you see change how you see like just wiping the lens just getting a little bit clearer getting into your body whether it's on a hike putting your feet on the grass or meditation sitting still like creating stillness in your body so that you can open up to something brand new and listen like you've never listened before Danielle Laporte had a quote. I remember it from a while back. She said, stillness is where the truth hangs out. What? Mind blown. Yes, stillness is where the truth hangs out. That's why it's uncomfortable. I used to feel guilty for being still, for napping, for taking a break. And now it's like it's so necessary Stillness helps me get present, get present to what's right here in this day versus like stringing along baggage from yesterday or a year ago or from when I was eight. Like I don't have to carry that anymore. Like whatever you're carrying, you don't have to carry it anymore. Another thing that's really present to me right now is Lauren and Kelly and I, if you haven't listened to the last episode with Lauren and Kelly, please do. It is a hoot, and we carved out some time to get away, to kind of step back. Um, You know, a lot of times you can't see the forest for the trees. That's kind of what happens when we're all day, every day at Shakti and in the work um, of the day-to-day. Just taking a step back, and what we realized is we... As humans, as people who run a business, just in life in general, like we need to get really clear on our intention and our outcome. Like what do we want to have happen and put our attention there? So, you know, I invite you, I ask you, like, how do you want to feel? What do you want to have happen? And knowing there's nothing wrong with how you feel right now, right? If you're sad, if you're in pain, grief, if you're joyful, excited, 
inspired. Like there's nothing wrong with how you feel right now. It's like allowing yourself to be in that. And then how do you want to feel? How do you want to show up in your life? Like getting really clear on that and then putting your attention on it. Like throughout your day, write it on your mirror and lipstick. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. It was just it kind of in my mind, like write a little love note to yourself on your mirror, maybe on a sticky note if you don't want to mess it up. But like, how do you want to feel? Like write it down, put it somewhere you can see it often. Maybe you get it tattooed on you. Hmm. Yeah, like I'm not suggesting that. And also it's an option. Options equal freedom. Hmm. How do you want to feel? Get really clear on that and then put it into action in everything you do. When life throws a curveball your way or it turns into a shit show, like come back to your intention, your why. And I'm really clear these days on my why and my intention is to stand powerfully in my own like true self. And hold space for others to do the same. Like to hold space for others to uncover the light that has been buried so that the world can shine brighter. Like that is my intention. And when I remember that, I cannot be moved. You cannot be moved. And the world needs us. <laughs> the world needs us to stand and to be the light in a world that can seem so dark. And we can do that with compassion and ease and joy. It doesn't mean it's easy. And it doesn't mean our heart doesn't ache for what's going on around us. But we can stand in our truth, our intention, and be the light. Be the light that we want to see in the world. Okay, so tomorrow... I'm going to do a special edition of Intermission. So episode 14 is going to be a guided meditation with yours truly. About 10 to 15 minutes, it will be focusing on breath. And you do not have to be an expert. You do not have to sit completely still. You cannot get this wrong. There's no wrong way to eat a Reese's and there's no wrong way to meditate. So I invite you, please Listen to episode 14 that will be out tomorrow, Tuesday. And yeah, every day is Tuesday. Choose to give yourself the gift of presence, like to sit in stillness and be with whatever is right here in order to open up to something brand new. The meditation will be from the book, The Four Desires by Rod Stryker. And he says in this book, imagine being able at any time to experience the joy of having fulfilled your every desire. That is exactly what is possible when you simply learn to still your mind. So tomorrow we will be still and listen, be together. And again, thank you so much for listening. Please share this podcast. Give a review if you feel moved to do so. I promise you the website is coming soon. Merch is coming soon. And thank you for being exactly who you are. Welcome to intermission, y'all. Let's dance. Let's dance.